Welcome to the Talk podcast with ideas strategist Linda Reed Enova. Talk is where we chat about ideas and inspiration you can use to market your business. Get ready for practical tips you can implement today with your host, Linda Reed Enova. Hi, everyone. Linda Reed Enova, and welcome back to the Talk podcast. Today, we're going to be looking at email and its role in marketing. So, email is something that we send every day. We use to build email lists and it's a good way of communicating with our audience. And when it comes down to it, we actually own really only two things on the internet and that is our website and our email list. All the social profiles, all the information, all the content building that we do out there is designed to lead people to our emails, to our courses, to something. And by leading people through to an email list and building good nurture sequences, we are able to communicate with our people on a more one-on-one level because through email campaigns, we're able to optimize what they want to know from us. We're able to talk to them in the right area and we're able to customize the information that we're going to be able to deliver to them rather than delivering to our wider audiences, which is what we do within social media. So email is quite often what I like to call an education-based sequence. Now, I am not talking about sending your people emails triggered upon email on email on email. I'm talking about good quality email sequences that educate your market. No one wants to receive 100 emails from you that pressure them into selling. And if they do, then I question whether they're the type of people I want to work with and most probably because you're listening to this podcast, whether it's the type of people you want to work with. So when I talk about email and we talk about building a strong email campaign for your business, we're talking about educating your market through that sequence and working with them. So what is email marketing? It is a form of direct marketing. It uses email to promote either some more content you've got, your product, your service, and it helps your customers become aware, especially when you include a newsletter in your email marketing sequence, of what your latest activities are. What's that latest blog post you've been doing, the latest products? And it does. It plays a pivotal role in teaching people about your brand and keeping them engaged between purchases or between the blog post, or maybe just alerting them of that next blog post or that next social platform that you're looking at doing. So email was actually started in 1971. So that's before I was born. And it was done by a computer engineer named Ray Tomlinson. And the message he sent out was just a string of numbers and letters, but it became the new era of communication. And he was also the person who introduced the usage of the at symbol inside email addresses was our friend Ray. So Ray Tomlinson was the founder of email marketing. So that's a little bit of history about it. In 1978, a marketing manager at Digital Equipment Corp named Gary Thurick used the method of direct communication to send out his first commercial email to everyone to let them know about a product. His email list had only 400 addresses on it, but his emails resulted in about $13 million in sales. So just remember that 400 email addresses, $13 million in sales. That does not mean you have to have a list of thousands to get results because the first successful campaign did not have a list of thousands. It definitely worked for him from there. By the 90s, the internet had become commercially available to the masses and the way people communicated began to change dramatically. Marketers discovered email could be beneficial to advertise and the emergence of marketing emails offered in the need for just updates and regular privacy policies and opt-in, opt-out procedures and all of those sorts of things. So that's a little bit of the history about email marketing. The advantages for us as email marketing used as properly as a tool, it helps our user engage and take a journey with us through a series of communications. Email marketing can help build us a relationship with our audience and it can help drive traffic to our blog, to our social media or anywhere else you want someone to visit to. And as I said earlier, you can segment 
and communicate your messages in a more private and more personalized style through to your people if you use those tags and those opt-ins right for when it comes through to it. So now I'm going to delve into a few little things about tips for building your email list. So we want to build a list because social is great, but if we're not building lists, then we're not being able to take our audience. And if for some reason, whatever, we lose a social channel, we don't have contact with our people. So while building Facebook groups, while working in with our groups and working on all those social profile buildings is absolutely amazing. Sometimes things disappear overnight. I've woken up this morning and I've seen someone have something disappeared straight overnight. So you know, we don't want anyone in that situation. So these are my tips for building an email list. You need to treat your customers right. So don't set this up as I'm going to spam them with 110 buy my stuff emails. Because if you're going to go buy my stuff emails, then people are going to unsubscribe. But you also might find yourself in spam folders more than you want to be. You also could find yourself in breach of spam legislation. So wherever you are in the world, have a look at what the spam legislation is in your company. Now, you can buy email lists, but I don't suggest that you do because email lists have a few restrictions by them. You can only send one campaign. They can't be uploaded to tools like MailChimp. They stop you from being able to, you know, be able to send multiple lists. So what you actually want to do is you want to attract quality leads. So we want to use our emails to have a conversation with our customers. Okay, so we want to talk to them, have a conversation. So when we're starting to build our list, we might look at a really good thing like an opt-in. So an ebook, a freebie, a free course, a five-day challenge. And we have an opt-in that brings the person in on something we know that they're interested in. And because we know they're interested in it, we can then tailor the next stage of the nurture sequence to be able to go with it. Now, when we talk about maybe running a five-day challenge, that actually gives you the nurture sequence that you're going to lead people through and you're going to take them through the challenge. You might take it through via email. You might also have a Facebook group or you might have them watch some videos along that way, but you're able to give them that nurture sequence. If it's an ebook, then the nurture sequence forms, you know, extra tips, extra reading, extra how-tos on the ebook that's going to support them. And another really easy spot to put an opt-in in your email is the bottom of your blog posts, because if people like what you're reading, then you can send them a monthly or a weekly update with what you've written and send them new stuff from there. Okay. Email is still the number one communication channel on the internet. 99% of consumers still check their email on a daily basis. And if you're anything like me, that's actually more likely to be on at least two, three times a daily basis. We own our email list. So that's the other opportunity about why we want to do it. So our lead magnets that we've spoken about, the opt-ins that we want to work with are things like eBooks, cheat sheets, tips and resources, white papers, case studies, webinars are a good one, free trials, samples, quizzes are another great tool. Okay, when we're creating our e-lead magnet, we want to make sure that we follow five key criteria that we want to make sure it's easily consumed, it's actionable and we give our people a win. It creates a noticeable improvement for the person. So whether they've read your ebook or they've implemented your challenge or they've got their tip, they've actually seen a noticeable improvement in their business. It's relevant to the people we're talking to and it's immediately available. So can they download it straight away or can they, you know, watch the first video in your challenge straight away? These things will lead to your good nurture sequence from there. And then when you nurture your people, you want to touch base with them on a regular basis. So in that situation, we want to explain to them in that first email what's going to happen. This is a five-day challenge. Here's the first video for you to watch. Or here's your ebook. This is the first thing for you to watch. Or here's the webinar. Here's the details you want to sign up for. And we'll get you a little bit of preview stuff as well. You know, here's some little pre-reading that you could do if it's a pre-reading webinar type situation. Then we explain to them about what's going to happen in the next series and the next series from there. So you know, over the next couple of days, I'm going to send you some more emails. They're going to support the challenge. They're going to support the ebook. They're going to support the webinar. And then you replays and you just provide a little bit more value 
doing each one of those emails. Now, I'm a five to eight email maximum component. I really like to see about five in a nurture sequence because it allows people to get to know you. And if they're ready to buy, they're going to buy by the end of that nurture sequence. If they're not, then you're going to move them through to your email list. And that's where that last email comes into play. After you've sent them some really good educational stuff, tell them about whatever offer or the next component about what we want to take in there. Then we give them an email that says, okay, thank you. Thank you for joining this challenge. Thank you for doing this. The next step is, is you're going to join my newsletter list and you're going to get updated with everyone else. If you wish to unsubscribe, feel free to unsubscribe. You know, let them the opt out if they don't want to be on the newsletter, but do allow them to be able to come in and be nurtured through that process. So a good nurture sequence explains what's happening. It delivers what happens it happens over about three to five emails and it educates your person to either take the next step if they're ready for that next step in your process or it allows them to become part of your community on your newsletter list so there you go guys there's a little bit about the role of email in its marketing and how it all started and what are we going to do with it from here and a few tips on how to be able to look at email marketing if you want to delve more into email marketing with me then I suggest you jump into the marketing circle we talk a lot about email marketing in there and you can have a chat with me just a little bit more about how emails work for you and your business in our how-to sessions in our Q&A sessions and even through our courses where we've got different tips about how to use email marketing for things like blogging for business, for courses, for podcasts and all of those sorts of things from there. So thanks for joining me for another episode of Talk. I look forward to tuning in to you next time. If you've got any questions or comments, please leave them. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talk with Linda Reed Enever. Make sure you subscribe via your favourite podcast app so you don't miss the next great episode. You can find more ideas and inspiration at lindareedenever.com.au.